Welcome to Working Gratitude, real people, real gratitude at work, with your host, Darren Hollingsworth, Chief Gratitude and Accountability Officer at Odonata Coaching and Consulting. The Working Gratitude podcast was launched in 2012 to stimulate dialogue and conversation about research-based best practices of gratitude in the workplace and ways that gratefulness is expressed via philanthropy. These brief interviews with successful leaders from a variety of professional environments will encourage and inspire you and give you ideas about how you can start working gratitude. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Now here's your host, Darren Hollingsworth. Grateful greetings. Thank you for joining us today. Before I introduce my guest, I have a few questions for you to think about. In work with my clients, I ask lots of questions. And of course, some of them are the working gratitude questions. Here are a few others that I want you to ponder. What are you curious about at work? What relationships are you building at work, either internally or externally or both? that you could use some help to be more successful. I recently spoke to a group about these questions, and I did an audio recording of a rehearsal for the talk. And because the audience was so enthusiastic, after my presentation, I published it on YouTube. You can access this in the video section of my website, odonatacoaching.com. I hope you'll visit and give me some feedback. My guest today is Chris Murchison. Hi, Chris. Thanks for joining me. Hello. I'm Pleased to be here. Thank you. I first got acquainted with Chris when I saw a video of a presentation that he did for the Gratitude and Well-Being at Work conference presented by the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley back in 2017. There will be a link to that video in our show notes. A quick aside, I encourage you to get better acquainted with the Greater Good Science Center. They are among the leaders in researching and gathering information about gratitude and the center studies the psychology, sociology, and neuroscience of well-being and teaches skills that foster a thriving, resilient, and compassionate society. So Chris is a passionate advocate for positive workplace culture. In his broad career spanning the higher education, for-profit, not-for-profit, and foundation sectors, he has focused his energy on developing creative means to build community at work and practices that support an employee experience of deep respect, connection, joy, and generative learning. As the Vice President for Staff Development and Culture at Hope Lab, Chris guided the organization's efforts to create organizational culture that values learning and innovation. In 2014, Chris was named the visiting leader at the Center for Positive Organizations in the University of Michigan's Ross School of Business. In that role, he advises, connects, and convenes faculty and students to explore practical applications of positive organizational psychology. In January of 2018, Chris was appointed to the advisory board of the International Positive Psychology Association's Work and Organizations Division. He also serves on the board of directors of the Joe Good Performance Group, a San Francisco-based dance theater company that uses embodied movement and performance to promote understanding, compassion, and resilience. Chris, thank you so much again for joining me today on Working Gratitude. My pleasure. Will you give our listeners a little more perspective than what I was able to share with them in your bio, because you have quite an accomplished career, and I want to make sure they're updated on everything that you're doing. (laughs) Sure. So um, 
I've had a, a, a really interesting and full career that spans uh, different sectors and um, multiple organizations. And I, I'm so appreciative of that because I've been able to see a variety of organization cultures at work and, and see and experience firsthand the kinds of things that people struggle with in organizations, but also the kinds of things that, that help uh, an organization thrive. And, um, and that's kind of what inspired my talk at the Greater Good Science Center was really thinking about the role that gratitude plays in creating a thriving and flourishing workplace. And so as a, as a consultant, um, um, particularly now as a consultant, I'm able to um, you know, be exposed to and, and offer a variety of insights and practices, again, to ho hopefully make those organizations uh, uh, set up to thrive. I loved when, before we started recording, you gave me your full background. Uh, you said you're a consultant and, and how else do you describe your work? Yeah, I wanted to be a little clever, <laughs> not, yeah, not just say consultant. So yeah. I describe myself as a creative thought partner, as well as a consultant and positive organization coach. And um, yeah, I think that's a good way to describe the work that I do is, is really partnering with organizations to think creatively about, you know, where are the opportunities and um, uh, opportunities to help them discover uh, what shifts they can make to create a uh, a more thriving organization. I love your perspective of gratitude as a shift. And I think that that is, is worth taking a deeper look at. And I hope our listeners will watch the video that kind of introduced me to you and your work. So let's get into our conversation and work some gratitude. Can we do that? Absolutely. Great. So in your work today, uh, in the creative way that you approach it, what are you grateful for? Hmm. I am grateful for many things. Um, what comes to mind is I'm grateful for the opportunity to um, be a consultant, that I have the, the trust of my clients, uh, that they are willing to support me in um, developing creative solutions for them to experiment with. Um, I'm grateful for the kinds of things my clients are interested in focusing on like for their courage if you will mm -hmm. um you know courage in terms of looking at hard issues or struggles that they may be facing and being willing to to partner with me and and other consultants as well to support them and making those shifts you bring up something and a theme that i love hearing throughout these working gratitude conversations and I think I'm hearing you correctly. It is that connectedness to clients and what you help their organizations create. Mm -hmm. Am I accurate in describing what you said there in that, those terms? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I look at, I mean, when I think about consulting, it's for me, it's really a partnership. And so I, um, like I don't want to be hired to come in and just tell people what to do. Cause I think every, the organization is unique and um, and probably you know requires kind of unique solutions to the kinds of things they may be struggling with. And so um, one thing, I mean, one expression of gratitude that I actually have in my consulting practice is to appreciate kind of who my clients are and kind of where they're at and how I can support them and building upon what's working for them to to sort of address the kinds of things they might be struggling with. I 
agree with you in wanting to get creative and move beyond just the language of consultant. And I have uh, mm. played with collaborator. Uh, you have experience with nonprofits, and that's where I focus a lot of my work is with nonprofit executives and their boards of directors. And a lot of collaboration has to happen just between those two roles, the board role and the executive director role. And when I can step in and not with, not helicopter in with some consultative perspective, but with a collaborative intention, that helps to build the relationship for the long term for the organization that's more sustainable than when I when the engagement ends with me. And I, I hear that in you about your work for sure. So tell our listeners then, as you've been on this journey of both internal uh, in the corporate environment and now as a independent practitioner and consultant, a collaborator, creative coach, a challenge or challenges that you might have faced that you can now look at with a lens of gratitude to uh, shift that perspective of where the challenge started and where you are now. Yeah, I think I, I, I oftentimes describe this as um, kind of playing at one's edge. And um, for me as a consultant, actually for me to even leave a regular full-time job and move into consulting was um, stepping towards an edge. Mm -hmm. um, it felt like a courageous decision to make um, had not really done much consulting before. While I had had hired consultants as a part of an organization, I had never been the consultant or in that role myself. And so um, that felt courageous to me and um, kind of kept me at my edge around, um, you know, am I good at this? You know, what, what value do I have to bring? Um, will, will people hire me? Um, and I think um, part of the practice of gratitude for me had to be um, some of it was almost like self gratitude, sort of appreciating mm -hmm. myself and learning to to just trust that that I had value and to approach this work with um, um, a lot of openness and uh, willingness to try things and to take the risks and to to trust that things would be fine and that I would learn a lot and that the learning was a really valuable part of why I was doing this as well in the first place. Um, I think as I've gotten into the work um, and been at my edge a lot, I think you know, continuing with that self-gratitude has been really important. Uh, and then also um, being able to I mean, in my collaboration and partnership with my clients, you know, being able to also bring um, an expression of gratitude towards them, and then inviting from them feedback also, which which can which is both positive feedback and constructive feedback, but seeing all of that uh, as a way of uh, being a gift to me as well to improve my own work and practice, um, and that's that's been a powerful combination. Use a couple of words that I want to highlight for listeners, and that one of them was one of your last words: practice. It does. Mm -hmm. Gratitude takes practice because, in the face of challenges, particularly at work, it's not always easy to find gratitude in the moment. But stepping back, or stepping ahead, really, and mm -hmm. taking the time for reflection. You also highlight something that I think is very important, and it's been important to me personally in a mental health journey that I've been through that I've shared with listeners, but 
gratitude and self-gratitude. That is a great term. And finding that for yourself so that you are full and can overflow into the lives of colleagues, I think is imperative in the workplace. Because when we don't have that sense of gratitude, some would call it confidence maybe, uh, for the things we have and can contribute, we have covered up talents and skills and things that we can contribute. So um, I thank you for kind of illuminating that with that way, even in the workplace, um, that we must keep ourselves grateful in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I I see in my work as well that there's kind of a, a desert of gratitude in many of the workplaces I encounter. Mm-hmm. That it's, it's much easier to be, it's much easier it seems for some organizations to move to to judgment or kind of what's wrong in the situation or problem seeking or always focusing on what needs to be improved or fixed. And it's kind of a, a deficit mindset, if you will. And mm-hmm. there's certainly nothing wrong with, with illuminating things that need to be fixed or be better. But I find oftentimes there's an absence of, of what's working well or what's positive or what might be the, the strengths here or the assets here. And um, I find that, that um, I think people are hungry for gratitude actually. And that, mm-hmm that if you're living in an environment that is full of, of, of um, kind of problem seeking, that um, I, feel, I feel like it activates uh, a kind of reaction which feels more fear-based in people. Mm-hmm. And um, when I've been able to um, observe workplace cultures that are, have a bit more of a focus on gratitude or on a positive frame, um, that, that, that there just seems to be more balance and, and more willingness to take risks and more trust amongst people and a more appreciation. And I think that just makes the individuals and the, the organization just feel a little bit more alive. Mm-hmm. Vibrant, vibrant. And that's yeah, an interesting yeah. segue for a guest I had on recently, Dr. Paul White, who wrote The Five Languages of Appreciation in the Workplace with Dr. Gary Chapman. And they followed it up because of all the research they were doing with exactly what you've described, that pattern of you find toxicity. And to create vibrance, what they've done is helped kind of diagnose the toxic influence and then train leaders to be looking for that vibrance. And one of the things that we could talk a lot more about, and I want to talk with you offline actually a little bit about, is that in a culture that is a rewards-based culture, a meritocracy, if you will, that mm-hmm. you end up rewarding the highest performing people, but you never thank some of the middle performers that helped that happen. And I mm-hmm. think that is worth taking a much closer look at in terms of real appreciation and gratitude at work rather than just rewards and recognition. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, one of the things I've been doing, it feels a little bit... Um, activists almost, but as a consultant, I find myself modeling gratitude mm-hmm. uh, within within my clients' organizations. So um, finding myself like picking out someone who I've noticed doing something that feels remarkable or, or a sign of something bold that they've done or courageous and just taking the time out to send them an email saying, hey, I noticed you do this or I saw that. I just wanted to appreciate you for it. And using really good descriptive language to describe what it is I've observed Mm -hmm. and seen. And 
Um, it's really interesting. Some people um, are kind of blown away by it because they just don't receive that kind it. of feedback very regularly. Um, and um, uh, and yet, I, I can feel that they really um, like they love it. It's a part of a part of receiving that 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 um, lights them up a little bit. And um, so it's kind of my sort of stealth way of, of kind of. <laughs> Yeah, planting seeds around gratitude. It's like, like look, yeah, here are some experiences. Here are some examples of what this can look like and what this can feel like. And, and I hope that those seeds just take root and grow and, and flourish themselves. I do too. As we work, you and I, as, as coaches and consultants to stimulate gratitude, I find, and I'm sure you have in your career, that leaders want to express their gratitude from their, for their success by contributing in some way to their community, either donating uh, gifts, dollars, gifts of stock, volunteering, or serving on boards. Could you share your perspective of how gratitude overflows from your career success into community impact? Hmm. That's a great question. Um, I've always personally been very kind of community minded and kind of volunteer minded as well. So it's, it's actually been very easy for me to, um, for for that to spill over from work into my kind of broader life. And in some ways uh, it might even be opposite for me, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm very community minded and, and in some ways maybe that comes into my work oh. uh, rather than the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like I've learned so, I mean, even from a very young age, I think I've learned so much about um, what it means to connect with people around a common cause and to to have that sense of civic duty. Um, um, those principles actually are things that guide me in, in how I do my work. I think that, that I love that because you're bringing gratitude in covertly, or subtly, I would say, not covertly, but subtly um, and stealth, as you said, and then bringing that sense of community as a a value that you bring to your clients and to the different organizations. It's a mm-hmm. a wonderful approach that is is a new way, certainly, of articulating uh, community involvement and community impact and inspiring others to do so. Chris, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk with us on Working Gratitude today, and I hope that our listeners will definitely check out that video from the Greater Good Science Center and get to know you and your work better. Hey, thank you, Jaron. Thank you for joining us today on Working Gratitude, and for more episodes, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or visit workinggratitude.com. If you've listened this far, and I want you to know I'm grateful to you, I have a special offer. If you are a nonprofit executive or the board member of a nonprofit, I am offering a limited number of complimentary collaboration sessions to explore ways that executive directors, CEOs, senior development staff, and boards have benefited from my work with them. Whether your nonprofit has an executive in transition or needs an assessment of fundraising strategy, I would like to offer my services in a complimentary collaboration session. Send an email to info at workinggratitude.com. We hope you'll join us again for Working Gratitude. 
Darren Hollingsworth has had a thriving career as a financial advisor, sales professional, senior fundraising professional, and nonprofit executive. Now, via business, success, and philanthropy coaching, Darren is passionate about helping successful executives realize and exceed their personal and professional potential. He helps business and nonprofit leaders find and confirm their passion, their inspiration, and motivation. This is accomplished through collaborative work based on gratitude, experience, encouragement, and accountability. As Darren says, surviving is not enough. Thriving is the goal. Additionally, Darren works with businesses, nonprofit organizations, and boards of directors to create new possibilities for transformational customer and donor relationships, organizational strategic visioning and governance, as well as continuity and succession planning. Via collaboration and consulting, Darren engages with clients to empower them to build upon strengths and face challenges with confidence and expertise. To hear more Working Gratitude and for information about Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, visit our website, odonatacoaching.com, or visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash odonatacoaching, or search wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Working Gratitude. Working Gratitude, copyright Darren Hollingsworth and Odonata Coaching and Consulting, all rights reserved.